This is a podcast from Rover. Welcome back into Rex on the Sunday edition. Hamish Mackay and Rebecca Greaves, your team. Oh, we're heading to Pukiatua now to catch up with one of New Zealand uh, Dairy NZ's newest directors, Chris Lewis. He's been elected to the Dairy NZ board after spending 17 years, of course, with Federated Farmers. A great supporter of Rex Rural Exchange and always great to have you on the show. Chris, how are you? Yeah, good. Yourself? Yeah, no, can't complain, can't complain. Uh, you know, we have an attitude here on Rex that we are so laid back, we're almost sort of horizontal to the ground. I think it's the only way to go, and that way we seem to sort of solve most of the challenges and mysteries of the of the world. Hey, what's been happening at your place? Uh, you had a bit of, how's the weather been? I mean, a bit of distress and a few delays? Yeah, the last uh, three months has uh, been very, very wet, and, uh, yeah, it's added to the uh, stress burden of, um, not enough sunshine. Yep. Um, and got enough grass. You know the old grass-based system we, we're uh, pretty much fond of in New Zealand. Yeah. We need we need uh, sunshine. We need water, and we need nutrients in equal amounts. And yeah. we've had that for a while. So yeah. Well, a little bit of extra tension. Um, what well, can I do, farmers? Yeah, we, sure. we, we certainly around your region it has. We've been talking to, to Nathan Guy down on the Hotafrua Kapiti. Things have improved a bit there. And uh, Mandy Bell down at Wanaka, the, the wider Wanaka region. Things are the sun, the shine, the grass is starting to grow. So hopefully you'll get a bit of that before, before not too long. Now, it's your first time on the show as a Dairy NZ director. How's the uh, the new gig, so to speak, been going for you? Yeah, it's, it's been a fast-paced uh, few weeks and a uh, few uh Zoom calls, you can say, oh, we're Microsoft Teams, so it's no different from Ferry Farmers, but yep. you know, I suspect we're talking about the same subjects for the last few weeks too. So, um, yeah, well, the lack of grass is always a topical subject, but those other big ones uh, are not going away, are they? No. No, and a bit of unhappiness from some farmers towards levy groups right now because of the government's ag emissions pricing plan. Uh, what do you make of that? How, how justified is it? Look, you know, it's... Um, We've been through this process for many years, going through here Wakanoa, and farmers just sort of getting their heads around it. And then government, uh, their proposal, and and uh, they stuck that out there. It's something you know, uh, a bit far fetched. And farmers have got every right to be uh, disappointed or angry with what the government's proposed. You know, it's it, it's and myself as a farmer, I'm pretty frustrated by it. And it's sort of uh, you wonder, you know, what is the future life for you if if you're always getting these little surprises. Or policy packages from the government. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, okay, so... Sorry, Bex, yeah. Yeah, I was just going to say, you know, obviously there has been some kind of anger directed towards uh, some of the levy groups um, from some quarters, like Hamish has just said. Um, do you think, Chris, that Dairy NZ did the right thing in supporting Hewaka Ekanoa, you know, in the first place and being involved in that process? Yeah, back in 2019, I remember... Um, Everyone was celebrating the uh, formation of Iwakanoa as an alternative to ETS. And it was widely welcomed by a lot of farmers and farming groups. Mm. Um, so, but the difficult part was actually going in that route and to find compromises. And the whole way through, the government had representatives in there, which was MPI and MFE, and there was always regular contact with the government ministers. So this is why it was a bit of a shock that uh, the, the government came up with something so different considering they've been part of the process for so long. So, yeah. you know, it's farmers are going to be right to be disappointed because, you know, they, they're the ones who have got to pick up the pieces and make it work, don't they? I do have sympathy for these industry groups that have, you know, been around the table and, and uh, you know, 
as the saying goes, it's better to be to be part of the discussion and be at the table than than to not be involved. But um, it must be incredibly um, frustrating when you've gone through that process in good faith, and um, and then it's incredibly disappointing, as you say, when what is proposed is is quite different from what you were expecting. Yeah, you know, it, it's um, you know, you go through the process; it's, it's a pretty uh, full-on. And and when I was even at Ferry Farmers, I saw what Darren Z and Beth Lamb are doing. You know, we all committed a huge amount of resources to it in the hope that we're going to come up with some practical solutions. Yeah, and there was yeah. compromises made between all the industry groups uh, to get, get keep that partnership going. But um, and I don't think farmers realised how much work was gone into it. But um, yeah, and then the yeah, government announcement just sort of um, spared it all. But I was at a few meetings in, uh, in the last week and. One of the uh, the good things out of all of this is um, farmers have got a huge uh, understanding now of climate change. They're really engaged in the subject, yeah. and you can tell that by the questions that are coming out and and challenging some of the answers. So, compared to probably where we were in autumn to where we are now, um, I think most farmers' uh, knowledge has shifted massively, which is which is a good thing. Yeah, great. I uh, there's got to be some silver linings, don't there? There's going to be some silver linings for in a day. Uh, I encourage people November, November the 18th. Um, you've got to have your um, sort of like submission or your yep. your um, thing in, and then um, the government's got to get this all wrapped up uh, before Parliament closes. Yeah. So it's it's a pretty short time frame. Then they're going to announce before Christmas um, what their um, final proposal is going to be like. Then yeah. we'll probably go to the committee. So yeah. there's a lot, a lot of work still to be done. And I suspect we'll still be talking about this in February, March, and April. Ah. Uh, this exact subject. There'll be no surprise with that. Uh, we are talking with Theory NZ Director Chris Lewis here. Chris, uh, seeing as you you know you might have had a bit of experience in the old submission writing, any tricks for farmers and or those who want to submit on behalf of farmers? Don't do a pro forma. Uh, start off with a nice introduction of your family, your family farm, and um, you know all your values. You know, personalise it so the reader feels engaged in what you're trying to say. Um, put a little bit of emotion into it and uh, just tell your story and how this is going to affect your family, your community, uh, your staff. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's been, um, being original and being um, sincere is the, is the best tip. Oh, gee, I tell you what, you've nailed it right there. On that note, uh, thank you very much to uh, Chris Lewis there, Dairy NZ Director, of course, Waikato Dairy Farmer, long-time associated with Federated Farmers uh, in a a senior dairy role there, and, of course, a great friend of Rex. Just uh, recapping that, make sure you do an intro, tell them about your family, your family farm, personalise it, uh, show a bit of emotion, uh, uh, effect on your community and your staff, be original, be sincere. What? incredible advice. On that note, we're going to head to a break. When we come back, uh, we're going to be talking to another very sincere man and great friend of the show, Tony Leggett, next.